Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ich warte seit Wochen auf diesen Tag und tanz vor Freude über den Asphalt. Als wär's sein Rhythmus, als gäb sein Lied, das mich immer weiter durch die Straßen zieht. Komm dir entgegen. Hallo und willkommen zu Gegenpressing, der Bundesliga-Podcast. I'm Anufit, he's Stefan Bienkowski and Stefan, how's it going? Yeah, very well. Uh, we are in the midst of the Champions League football right now. <laughs> We're recorded in between the Union and Bayern games. Um, heartbreak again for Union, it would seem. Uh, we'll talk about all these games, of course, on the reaction show. Um, but yeah, we're just... It's one of those weeks where we're just trying to cram everything in as, <laughs> in any little nook and cranny that we can find in the schedule. Mm, uh, it's a busy week too of traveling. Um, literally just came overboard from Seattle, and then I'm heading back to Vancouver tomorrow um, to cover the 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 Whitecaps St. Louis game there. So it's like it's a little crazy. And then I think next week we're off um, because of the international break. Um, going for a holiday in Montreal. Do you have anything planned for the international break? I know that's always a little bit quieter, so it's a good time to take some time off. Uh no, nothing I can think of. No, nothing booked. I um I conveniently booked my last holiday during the deadline day, yeah, as yeah. you'll remember. Um so I'm not I'm not smart enough to preempt these things by booking them on the quieter moments of the of the uh season. <laughs> so before we go into the transfer show, my wife downloads the international football calendar. And then says, oh, there's an international break here, there's an international break here, there's an international break here. And this international break also coincides, in this case, next week with Canadian Thanksgiving. So that's a good one to go on a week-long holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, she's far more organized than I am, that's for sure. Because she knows more about international football at this station than I do. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> I guess that that's the life of a uh of a football reporter's wife. Um but didn't need to deal with all crazy schedules. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, enough of that. We have transfers to talk or transfer stories or well, I guess some of them are not player transfers, but still transfers. Um let's start with the Max Ebel stuff stuff um stefan because i think that's still really interesting i of course wrote um, my newsletter on it on friday um we purposefully did not talk about it in the main show because um this podcast i think this this particular episode is a much better fit for it right um to discuss it more in detail and i think we all were kind of i think we were all very surprised that leipzig um and I think it was actually very consequential what they did. Um, you know, the way they acted and the way they executed it really quickly by basically saying like, okay, enough is enough. Um, you've been linked to Bayern Munich often enough now. You have not uh, committed to this club. On top of that, you have met with Bayern Munich executives. We don't know what you talk to them about. Either you're going to tell us that you are fully committed to this club and if this full commitment doesn't satisfy us, here's the door. And... Ultimately, they showed him the door. I actually, you know, I think 
I've talked to some people and again, it's all in the piece uh, that I wrote and there is a really strong understanding now that the move to Bayern Munich will happen. How quick it will happen is another question because even Bayern Munich were surprised by Leipzig's decision and how quickly they executed it. Um, but it does look like, you know, that Ebel is basically coming in as um, director of sport or board board member of sport uh, replacing Hasan Salihamidzic, but he will take a lot of the powers that Oliver Kahn had as well. Um, when this will happen depends on how quickly Bayern can come to a deal with Leipzig or whether Ewell wants to move on to the job. I mean, he already lives in Munich, Stefan. But you know what? I, I want to stress this, and I think this is really important, and I don't know if I did a good enough job about it for do in, in the piece that I wrote, but I kind of applaud Leipzig what they've done here because they were like, we're not a stepping stone club for Bayern Munich. If you just hear and you know, enhancing your profiles until the day that they come calling you and offer you a job. That's not us. Like, either you are here or you're not. And I think, you know, the the quickness that they did it and also that they did it just before playing Bayern Munich, you know, ripping off the Band-Aid. I, I think this, I almost felt like that's really good management. And I think you really have to applaud Leipzig that they, what they did here. They said, like, enough is enough. You're gone. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's exactly what you would kind of hope from if you're a Leipzig fan. Uh, there's kind of no middle ground with this one. And, you know, as you've reported, um, and I would really implore anyone who's obviously listened to the show and has a subscription, if they missed out on Friday night, um, really do go check out because it's a really great read. So it does a great job of explaining what happened. Um, and... It does kind of feel like it was almost like the straw that broke the camel's back. And I, I must admit, there's something, um, I don't know if I'm trying to think of the right word for it, but it's, I, I wouldn't go as far as to say something, nothing, it's not that something isn't right, but it's just something quite confusing about the the direction that, you know, Max Eberl's career has taken since he left Gladbach and arguably even maybe a year or two before he left Gladbach in the manner in which kind of things fell apart there. Um, and, you know, you know, he obviously leaves Gladbach under a kind of cloud of, I don't really want to go so far as to say like, you know, um, drama or anything like that, but obviously... You no, know, but it, I spoke to some people. I, I know what happened at Gladbach. Um, it's a lot of allegedly and supposedly, but it, it was drama. Uh, uh, mm. You know, it's, it's not something that I want to get into here, but mm. it was very messy, um, to say the least. And I do think that 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 did hurt his career in some ways, because like also the way he's seen within the business. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.